opening market podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Monday, August the 8th. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, what are we looking at going into this Monday? Well, we've seen a, a little bit of a yo-yo uh, type action in the uh, in the grains and the beans. Uh, some of it uh, from uh, weather related. A little more rain uh, fell across uh, northern and uh, north central Iowa, uh, uh, Minnesota, northern Illinois. Um, but this, some of the areas that are that have been dry are still dry, and that's going to be a, a big uh, a big sticking point as we move forward. Is that the, the southern plains and maybe parts of uh, Missouri, the southern Midwest, have been a little bit uh, too dry and some of those areas and that's uh, that's still a big concern but uh, as we uh, move into this week we had the uh, live fire drills that uh, China was running uh, pretty much all around uh, uh, Taiwan and they've actually extended those uh, as of uh, this morning so that is something to be watching that does give us a little bit of concern uh, when it comes to the beans because if they continue to escalate that uh, Taiwan uh, issue um, that throws into concerns about our uh, about our relationship with China at this point. Yeah, and you know, the, if it's not China, it's Russia over there. You know, it's it's funny how they said they weren't going to hit any ports, but yet they still were firing some stuff into Odessa. Has anything changed now since uh, some of that grain has come out? Uh, not so much. They continue to uh, to shell uh, over there. They're shelling a, a nu- uh, nuclear plant uh, at this point. Um, but we do continue to hear that uh, ships are leaving port. I think we're up to like 10 or 12 uh, ships have left port uh, so far. That's a good sign. They just opened up uh, the third uh, port for uh, for release now. So that's uh, that is a good sign for uh, for getting uh, some of that grain uh, out. Um, we did have some uh, some sales uh, this morning. So uh, these are sales that we don't normally see. I mentioned it last week, and I think when I was talking to Riley, uh, that we had a sale to uh, to Poland uh, for soybean meal. And then uh, this morning, we had more sales uh, to China, but we also had a sale of corn to Italy, which is not something we normally see. So 105,000 tons of corn to Italy uh, for new crop, and then 120,000 uh, tons of corn to unknown destinations for new crop as well. That uh, sale to China was soybeans for 132,000. You know, when we talk about some of these unexpected sales, you know, obviously that's probably going to be something we might be seeing here in the near future again. But, you know, when we're looking at you know, the dry conditions we were just talking about, how much pressure does that put on us to meet that demand if we, if we see it increase here throughout the late summer into fall? Yeah, the biggest thing uh, we know, obviously we know that uh, Brazil had their production uh, hit by uh, by drought. Um, so we are in a situation where we do have tighter ending stocks. I'm not going to say they're tight, but they are tighter. Uh, so we have to we have to be careful about uh, how much uh, we do draw down this uh, this bean crop. We've already seen as of the, the June 30th report uh, that they had backed off on on acres by quite a bit. So if you start to take off, maybe you know two percent uh, of production which is only really a, a bushel at this point in soybeans that can have some uh, some adverse effects on uh, on stocks and a lot of times as you drink bring those stocks down it does bring down uh, export uh, uh, demand as well so now looking over at the livestock side of things you know right now we're seeing uh, you know corn and soybeans overnight we're in the red do you think they're going to take advantage of that well we haven't necessarily seen that uh, that 
a particular uh, coincidence uh, at this point uh, that we are in an uptrend still in feeders and fats, and that's been going on now for uh, for about uh, the last uh, month and a half or two months. It's it's a very slow grind higher, but it is still uh, is still going up. It's the same thing on the hogs. We talk about the hogs uh, on a on a weekly basis. They, it, from a, a thirty thousand point view, that hog market looks fairly sideways. But if you start to zoom in on the last couple of months here, it is in a very gradual uptrend. So a good sign uh, uh, at this point, um, as, as we've seen at the grocery store, some of the prices have come down a little bit uh, for beef and pork. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. But if those prices do continue to to ramp back up, or the inflation numbers uh, uh, don't uh, don't get under control we could see those uh, those prices at the counter uh, go back up a little bit. Yeah, definitely was noticing that some of the sales have gotten better even, you know, because because it's just a better price for it and stuff for them to get it. And, you know, for a couple of weeks there, we were seeing sales, but nothing to really write home about. So, I mean, getting that start to the, the, the higher cuts of meat again, uh, it really uh, definitely also helps the, the people when you have lower gas prices as well, helps that disposable income go a little further. Absolutely, and that's that's something that we're going to continue to watch. The uh, it seems like the cash price for uh, uh, for fats has been fairly stagnant, uh, one thirty three to one forty, just depending on which region of the uh, of the country you're in. Um, but uh, with the way that uh, things are going right now, we've seen recently uh, also that uh, weights have started to come down a little bit. We're getting that weight uh, situation in in control. Uh, it's uh, backed off a little bit now. Part of that could be some of the hot weather we've experienced out west but uh, part of that is is just getting a handle on the uh, on the the animals themselves and, and getting the the feed rations corrected all right greg well if producers out there want to talk some of their marketing strategies figure out what they want to do for the future how do they get in touch with the folks at allendale they give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right. Well, I thank you so much, Greg, for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's take a look at the futures market. September corn down one and a quarter at 6.09 even. December down four at 6.06 even. August soybeans down 11 at 16.03 and three quarters. November up three at 14.11 and three quarters. Soy meal down 50 cents at 4.37 even. Soy oil up a buck 52 at 66.52. December Chicago wheat down seven at 7.88 and a quarter. Minneapolis down seven and a half at 8.93 even. Kansas wheat down eight and a quarter at 8.47 and three quarters. Oats up a penny at 406 and three quarters. October live cattle 27 cents higher at 144.15. August feeders up 72 cents. They're at 180.25. August lean hogs down 20 cents at 120.62. Pork cutouts unchanged at 125.47. Class three milk up a nickel at 2007. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman.